What's up, guys? Thanks for listening in again on The Shetler Show. This is Kevin Clem doing another intro. This week, Anthony sat down with one of his best friends and all I need pro, Corey Goonan. Corey's got a timeless style on and off his skateboard, uh, and dude's just a complete legend. Uh, they discussed a whole bunch in this episode, from crazy and funny news stories to deep conversations about life and skateboarding. Um, thank you for listening, and enjoy the episode. Uh, before we get into the episode, I just want to mention that on Thursday, January 10th, and Friday, January 11th, uh, in Orlando, Florida, All I Need Skateboards will be hosting the Mini Ramp Madness Jam at the Surf Expo. If you'd like to register for the contest, you just got to have a, a skate shop sponsor, and you can register at the link below. Um, I shared it in the description, so you can just go right ahead and click into that. Uh, I also threw in some links to the things they discussed over the course of the episode. Um, be sure to check out our social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at All I Need Skate. The best way to support the Shetler Show is to subscribe, comment, and rate us on iTunes. For shops who want to carry and support All I Need, our products can be found through Eastern Skate Supply. Um, and also be sure to check out AllINeedSkate.com. And if you use the promo code THE SHETLER SHOW, all capitals, no spaces, you'll get free shipping on your order if you purchase at least two items. Um, also the promo for our newest full length, Good Eyes, now up. You can check it out, uh, through the link down in the description. You can just give it a click and check it out. And then, uh, you can also check out the recap of the All I Need Skateboards New England Am 2018 contest, because I also threw a link to that in the description. All right, guys, that's it. Enjoy the episode. I just love the skating and the scene. Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. Board today. Board today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler. So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skateboards in the garage. Yeah, like, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know, the other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real. Recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like for me, I just loved it. Like I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. What's up, brother? Cheers, friend. Choo, 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 choo. So today, I got a little, little something special for us. We got some seal news. If I can figure out how to scroll over. There we go. So I was looking up some stuff today. Young seals keep getting eels stuck up their noses, and nobody knows why. Interesting. So no one told you life was going to be this way. The Hawaiian Monk Seal Research Program released a photo on Monday of a poor Hawaiian monk seal squinting in what can only be what is my life look with a probable, also distressed eel stuck up its nose. Look at that photo. It looks like a leopard seal. It almost looks like <laughs> it's part of him. Yeah, right? Like his face is a tail. He's having a rough day, Gunnar. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. 
So that's the thing. I guess that happens. Seals, like, charge up these fucking seals' noses. These eels do. Oddly, it seems to always be in the right nostril. But I don't really think that means anything. <laughs> they have no idea. No. This whole, they have a whole article. This whole situation could just be a weird anomaly or a crazy statistical quirk, and we may never see it again, he added. We have no idea what is happening. The world's falling the fuck apart. Eels are just going up people's noses, bro. Or seals' noses. Anything else in there? As to how the eel gets stuck, um, has several ideas. The monk seals feed on or near the bottom of the ocean because they're very efficient oh. and don't like to chase things in the water, he said. So they go for the food like eels whose strategy is to hide. That, that kind of makes sense. What's that? This part. Uh, right here? Yeah. Or just like in the YouTube videos where people sneeze and spit <laughs> off long strands of pasta through their nose. Yeah. That's what you think it is? I don't no. think seals are sneezing and their fucking spaghetti's coming out. <laughs> that might be it, dude. Wow, that's a that's a scientist saying that, dude. Spaghetti nose syndrome. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucked I don't up. Know. I don't know how you found this. Or why? The seals could... I know, or why is the real question. The seals could have regurgitated an eel that it ate with the eel coming out the wrong pipe. Wow. In this case, a relatively small part of the eel is in the nose, which leads me to think... to thinking that the eel forced itself in while trying to escape. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, this is live science, man. That's where I found this. LiveScience.com. Young seal... Keep getting eels. I don't know why they said keep getting eels. How many reported cases of That's this? That's what I'm wondering. That, that guy looks fucked with that thing hanging out of his nose, though, right? Yeah. Let's see. Relatively small part of the eel. Hawaiian monk seals are amongst the most endangered seals on the planet, with only about 1,400 of them living in Hawaii. But recent years have shown encouraging development. Well, fuck you, seals. Fuck you. God. You ever seen a seal in real life? Yeah. Get close to uh, him? Not super close in uh, SF. But yeah, like down by the piers or whatever. Really? Yeah. You just see yeah, him hanging out? Over. Yeah. When did you go to SF? A long time ago. Oh, where? Like, uh, God. Probably like almost 10 years ago. Alright, were you on a skate trip? Yeah. Who'd you go with? Uh, JV and Jared, oh. Irwin, Tom Garofalo. <laughs> Trey Han, Solstice guys. I remember this. Yeah. What was the idea? Just street skating? Yeah, just skating around. It's a good fucking idea. Yeah. Alright, so seals are off the list, bro. Shall we move? Do you want me to go skate skate one for you? Sure. Alright, so... Oh, what? According to Slap, slapmagazine.com and the, the message boards... Huff is done. Huff is done. It's hard to tell, like, if it's true. Spring 19 will be the end. Heard it from multiple reps... Dude, that's what happens when you put all your eggs in one basket, that weed stock basket. You think that's what it was? It just stopped being... I don't know. I mean, they had one hit thing, kind of. I never really saw many people skate in the shoes. Yeah. Or not here, anyway. It's hard to tell if people actually consume it compared to, like, the marketing and promoting of it, you know? Because yeah. Huff was everywhere. They had, like, video ads and, like... They put out good videos, too. Like, they did. Internet clips and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's too bad. I wonder if it's true, though. I, I mean, Slap isn't, like, the most fucking 
reliable, right? It could just be someone trolling us. Helping my favorite shoe company out of the shoe companies I never tried yet. Whatever makes sense. It doesn't make sense. No, it doesn't at all. He likes the weed socks. Yeah, this is 100% true. It's going to be clothing, lifestyle, brand, no shoes after 2019. Okay, so that makes more sense. So maybe they didn't go under? They just stopped making shoes. What do you think the shoes, what do you think the deal is with the shoes? Just fucking tough, huh? I don't think, yeah, I don't think you can start a shoe company right now. It's insane. It's fucking crazy right now. Um, the hell is this? I like that guy. What do you say? I know nothing about this. <laughs> He's honest. <laughs> yeah. Senior member of the Slap Message Board. What's his name? Is he saying it? Where is it? EuroTM. Shout out EuroTM. It's not done. Just no longer making footwear. They will continue to make apparel. So now everyone on the team is shoe sponsor shopping. Mm. Damn, I wonder who's on the team. Do you know? Um... Should we look it up? Yeah, look it up. I wonder what their website... If you go under... They just put out a video. Like, again, not a video, but like a name. Like, but, um... Say, like... Is Austin Gillette on there? I think so. Kevin Turpening. Is that how you said and, that? Um, Tyler Bledsoe, maybe? It's been so long since I've looked at this brand. I, I used to love Huff skating, though, right? Yeah. So shit. fucking good. That's something yeah. we should look up after, too, because, like, his backside always alone. Yeah. Oh, Ramondetta. Damn, they have a big team, kind of. So I wonder. I wonder how this works, man. Uh, I bet, like, three of them will find homes, and then the rest of them will not. That's what I bet. <laughs> Joey Peffer's legend. Look at they got a heavy squad, for sure. Keith Huffenagel, well, he's like the founder, right? Oh, damn, Brad Cromer down there. Brad Cromer, Dan Plunkett, Tyler Bledsoe, Joey Pepper, Dick Rizzo, Josh Matthews, Austin Gillette, Jake Anderson, Matt Gottwig, Justin Dreisen. How do you say that one? Solomon? Solomon, I don't know how to pronounce your last name. Dylan's not on the team anymore, unfortunately. Craig Anderson, a guy with one name. Two guys with one name. Hiroshi. They have a good team. Yeah, they have a big team. I wonder, though, is that just the state of things? Like, they can't... It's strange. Yeah, who knows. I guess... Yeah, the clothing definitely caught on. Like, the socks, the clothes. They do make good clothes. Yeah. But, uh, I can't speak to the shoes. <laughs> yeah, that's rough, man. I hope it's not true, because, uh... I wonder if it, it was sold. I actually read that on the message board. It said it might have been sold to, like some big investors and then they might have like cut it you know yeah crazy so, so do we keep going do you keep going <laughs> did you skate last night yeah i did you ended up going to the edge yeah was it bumping yeah but not in a good way it's like crowded yeah it's been like that there's a lot of bikes yeah it depends on the session dude i went the other day and there was fucking so many people, but it was all skateboarders. And then I went like another day, and it's so many fucking people, but it's all bikers. Yeah, it was like uh, it was like three skateboarders, I think. And then just it's weird with the bikes, like they they move in like almost like herds, and they just kind of stand. A lot of them just stand at the tops of the ramps. They and do. They don't go. It's because they have such big things, right? They have that whole bike, and they're just like kind of yes. waiting to go because they'll kill someone, maybe. Yeah. But you never know, like, where they're going to go, when. 
when they're gonna stop. It's just hard. Yeah. Skating with five kids. A lot of bikes. They're they're uh, easier than the scooters for sure though. Yeah, dude. The scooter kid almost took my head off like two weeks ago there. Nice. Doing a around the world. Whatever. <laughs> One <laughs> of the three moves. Yeah. You turn pro after you can do the the, the what is it the twirly bird. If you can do it twice, the tail whip twice, you get a double tail whip, yeah. you're pro level. Ugh. Yeah. And if you can do any sort of flip, like a misty flip, is that what they call it? Remember the flips with the rollerbladers? Yeah. There would be like tons of rollerbladers and then one would flip and then they'd all just start flipping and then it was just like, that was it. You know, they couldn't go backwards. Yeah. Shelf life is tough on those things. Same with scooters. You think um, scooters are going to go the same way 20. as the rollerbladers? I think they're going to the Olympics, same way as the skateboarders. No, seriously. <laughs> what do you mean? Do you really think that? I hope that. I don't think. I feel like scootering should go in the Olympics before skateboarding. It would make more sense, because they're on, like, they're all in the same position, and they're in that little go-kart, yeah, like, You have to position. watch the Olympics. I don't. Be vision. No. Oh. But people, like, <laughs> the people who run the Olympics need people to watch it, which means it has to be interesting, like, visually, yeah. along yeah. all the other aspects that, you know get you in there. Yeah. And scooting just doesn't look not to like me. something you want to see. No, yeah, it looks like a... <laughs> yeah. Like a puke bar. Yeah. <sighs> Visual puke bar. <laughs> it's so bad, dude. Yeah. And, but I feel like it would fit the Olympics. Because the Olympics yeah. has like those weird, obscure, like one strand of something and they turn it into a whole Olympic sport, you know? Like what? I don't know, like fucking, what's that ice one where you throw the fucking thing and then they go on their knees and they brush, they broom it and shit? Is that what it is? I don't know what they're doing, bro. Looks interesting, though. But that's so obscure and random, you know? Fits right in with roll, uh, is did roll, like, never get to the Olympics? More importantly. I don't don't know, actually. I I actually don't know if I've ever watched the Olympics. Let's take a sip for all the rollerbladers that that just, like, never made it. You know what I mean? (laughs) All the ones who never made it to the Olympics... Or like when it died out and they're just like done, you know? Yeah. Cheers for you guys. Yeah. I used to roll with some roller bears when I was younger just because they had a car. So they would yeah. just take me there. You gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, it was that type of situation. Yeah. They were all awesome, but it was still like, I just, you know what I mean? It's rollerblading. It's kind of like, it just wasn't. It was a fad yeah. for a while. My theory is it's like some things are too easy that so many people can do them. And get good at them. Like, scootering's kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. And rollerblading, too. Because there's things that are free in that. Like, on a rollerblade, you can jump for free because it's strapped to your feet, right? Yeah, Same as, yeah. You can jump stairs if you want. If you have any balance at all and can yeah. stand on them, you can definitely, like, you can do an ollie. Yeah. Free. The ollies are free, you know? Yeah. Same with the scootering. It's like, all you gotta do is know how to pull up and jump. You don't have to learn how to, like, move the scooter with your just your feet and, like, manipulate. You have to actually just, you just pull up. Everyone can do that. Yep. So I think that's what kind of hurts. Yeah, I think that's what kind of hurts him is that, you know, everybody gets into it because it's the easier thing. Like the Rolling Stones said, shout out to it's the Rolling short Stones. Term, yeah, like, which makes it not meaningful. Like, yeah, that's why skating is, I think, like more meaningful. Yeah, because it's hard. Yeah, agreed. Exactly. Yeah, it's hard and it's a challenge, and you can take it into your into like your. You do see people that are eighty that are still like skating. You know what I mean? Like hanging on to it and yeah. still doing it. They yeah. probably lost so many tricks. That's all I think of. It's like it, I picture myself as a grandpa, sixty years old. If I can still roll around, I'm gonna be. I'm trying not to focus on all the tricks I'm gonna lose. 
Because then you have to yeah. just, like, you kind of have to nitpick your trick selection as you get older. You got to figure out where you're going, I imagine. I think, though, <laughs> if you have, like, um, I mean, one of my favorite parts of skating is just riding with yeah. people. Amen. Like, from one end of the park to the other and, and skating down the street, pushing, whatever. Yeah. Just the act of being on it and moving yeah. without moving. Yeah. That thing. That is, like one of the first things I fell in love with and that I'll always be able to do at least that. Yeah, like push yeah. around. Yeah. Yeah, that's the best feeling. So I would be so heartbroken if I couldn't push around. If I could still do all the tricks and shit, but I couldn't just push like a full push and like that would be yeah, fucking would be so shitty. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. yeah. Something about pushing two tricks and stringing it together. You ever think about like realistically how long you'll be able to do it? Fuck you. No, just seriously. Kidding. Just kidding. Like how <laughs> I think like Yeah, I think of it all the time. Dude. I look at my dad, he's like seventy and he's pretty active. Yeah. And like That's sick. I feel like if like he would still be able to do something like that if he wanted to. Like you could be in good enough physical shape when you're seventy. Yeah. To skate if you take care of yourself. Yeah, I imagine. You know? If you eat good and you learn your I don't, it sounds weird to say learn your limits. But, like, go at a pace where you can learn your limits safely and then push it, you know? Because yeah. some people get too excited and sometimes you get really good and then you just start fucking hucking and jumping and, like... But if you, like, do it right... Yeah, there's probably luck involved, too. There's definitely like, some. Yeah. You know, at that point, we will have been skating for, like, over... Jesus Christ, over 50 years. <laughs> I know, it's fucking it's, insane. Oh, my God. <laughs> dinosaurs. Skate dinosaurs. Yeah. How many years exactly have you been skating? 20. So you're 20 years old, skate age. That's your skate age. Yeah. I'm 24. I'll be able to drink next year. Hell yeah. yeah. Dude, I'll drink to that. <laughs> your skating will be able to drink. Yeah. <laughs> That's a thing. Yeah, I think of it all the time, good. Yeah. Because, like, I don't know. I teach a lot of skateboard lessons, so I see all these new people getting into it and st stoked on it, and it's like a reminder of, like, like when I was that, you know? It's like a an obvious reminder like oh yeah this like that was so long ago for me it keeps constantly keeps things yeah. into perspectives because i'm like these people are brand new and then my goal is to try to help them learn how to balance and find their style without getting hurt and building up a good foundation so that they can have skating in their life as long as they want because it's like endless joy if you if you want it to be you know right. so like that so it's a constant reminder of like then some when i have one bad day i'm like oh I'm not. I'm the worst skateboarder alive. There goes all my tricks. One yeah, bad day, you know. Right. You're like fuck, and then you come back and you're like, oh, that ache and pain's gone. A week later, and you like have the best session. You're like, wait, I thought I was like yeah, done. Dude, like, <laughs> I have sessions where I'm like, what am I doing? Like, yeah. I'm almost thirty. Like, I don't. I have no direction. Like, uh, and then I'll get all bummed out or whatever. But then like, it'll just take. What like the next time I go skate, it could be like the most fun ever. Then I'm like, oh, I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Else. Yeah, because yeah. to have found like that, to have found a thing that you love that much, yeah. like I don't know what the point of life is, but like that feels like a, if you found something like that, yeah, like that's that's special. Yeah, and not to say like fuck everything else and don't be a responsible person and all that, but like I don't know. Definitely, if you find that, don't let go of it. Yeah. Just because society or parents or whoever or your you own in, your own yeah. insecurity, yeah, don't. Because like, I wouldn't be the person I am if I didn't have skating in my life, at all. No. Like, I wouldn't be the same person, and it would suck. 
Like, definitely so much good stuff has come from skateboarding regardless of how old I was, you know? Yeah. It's like, why would you just get rid of that and have to conform and do some bullshit? People feel that way when they're growing up. They're like, you feel like, oh, I gotta get my shit together and I gotta get, like... It's like You do have to get your shit together, for sure, but, like... It doesn't mean you have to let go of that thing either. Yeah. You know, people tend to pick. Like, it has to be one or the other. Yeah. Yeah, because they feel like you should... To be a complete human, you should find time for the things you love, right? And you should love to work, too, because, like, no, everyone owes some sort of work, you know? Like, for the thing to work, we all have to work and help each other, you know? Like, everyone has to be pulling, you know? You gotta... Everyone has iPhones. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, everyone yeah. needs shelter, like... Yeah, I agree. I've, I felt that growing up, too, where, people, where it's just, like, makes you feel like a child for riding a skateboard or, like, you're, like the world sometimes now it's weird because it's so embraced you know yeah like now i'm seeing so many people getting into skateboarding they're like seeing it like for the value that i feel like we've seen it for forever you know when we got on skating it was like yeah this is the thing where like it takes you can focus on something you can go at a pace you want you can challenge yourself you can fucking do whatever you want with this little piece of wooden wheels this is the best kept secret yeah yeah exactly now it's kind of like people are out you know yeah but i mean who the truth is in how long people keep in their lives, you know? That's the real truth. Because, like, people can get into it because it's a fad. They might only last a couple of years, and if it's not cool, then they'll fade out, and you'll never see them again, you know? You see it all the time. Oh, yeah. And it's like, it's like, yeah. I've seen it like that because I can't imagine not skating. So I'm picturing myself grandpa skating. So I'm like, even when I was 12, I was like, I hope I get to be grandpa, shredding backside, you know? Like, yeah. it'd be amazing to get that far. So I never even thought about, like, not skating. That once I, that's a weird thing. Did you feel that way when you found skating? Did you ever like? Did you ever think of you wouldn't not skate? I feel like you're the type of dude that probably made every move so you could skate, because you've kept it in your life so long, right? I guess. I feel I like mean, you sacrifice a lot just to skate a lot. Yeah. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I, yeah. I never. I'm the same way. I never even like gave it a thought. I don't think like I never. I don't remember having a thought like, will I ever not skate? Yeah. It's more like when I think about that, it's like how. What do I have to do to make sure that I don't have to ever not skate? Yeah. Like, as far as taking care of yourself and, like, just physically. Yeah. So you can keep keep doing it. And, but there's tons of people out there that get into skating and then they don't know if they're going to keep skating. Or if, I see people going back and yeah. forth between scooters, too. <laughs> like, yeah. scooter, skateboard, little kids, like, so confused. Yeah. I'm like... I just tell them all, I'm like, you're going to want to challenge one day. I know the scooter's fun, and you're out there, and you're having fun with your homies and stuff, but, like, at some point, it's just going to, like, top off because everyone gets to a point where it's, like, you guys all have to flip to do a flip with a twist to have fun. You know, like, a session has to cap at that. I'm like, you're going to want more nuance and simplicity and also more something that's a little harder but simpler. It looks simpler, you know? Yeah. You don't have to backflip in a skateboard to, like, be good and learn something, you know? You know what's weird about scooters? Is Sorry like, to go back to that. <laughs> no, they were a thing. I remember when I was in, like... Yeah, when you were a 12-year-old girl, you were, like, on a scooter that just pushed <laughs> with a little basket. That's, no, like, how they started. Razor scooters were, like, popular when I was in, like, maybe seventh grade or something. Yeah. And it died, and then it came back. Viva la resistance. I can't think of... What else, what else like, rollerblading didn't come back, right? I'm struggling, dude. I see, like, sometimes I'll catch, like, three there, but that's, like, a rare occasion at the skate park. Usually, it's, like, if you see one, it's one. He's by himself, and you're, like, that guy has balls now. 
It's no yeah. longer like he's the weird role player. He's the guy who's out there yeah, for like nobody. For yeah, like, fuck on. yeah, bro. Yeah. Kill it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I get hyped when I see roller skates. Do you? Yeah, because it's like, I don't know, roller skating with a lap and like dancing with, like, dancing with a chick or something. That seems cool. Occasionally, like, roller derby chicks come in and they got four wheels on each and yeah. they're not. It just looks cooler for whatever reason to me. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. Time will tell, though, with a lot of these people, you know? Like, rollerblading, if people gave a shit enough about it, it'd still be going, right? Yeah. Same with scootering. Like, the only problem with scootering is, like, all the kids at the park, it's like, you have an adult one that tries to do it, but they're not into scootering because they love scootering. They're more just like, it's easy, and I'm good at it, and everyone likes me. Yeah. And they got all these little minions, but they don't know how to manage it because they're not, they're just trying to, like, it's like a weird thing, you know? It's yeah. like a career, which kind of ruins it, you know? They can't, like, get past a certain age, you know? They're yeah. so lit, too. All of them. 100 lit. They got, like, all the trends and everything. They're up on it. I think people want the experience of being a skateboarder or, or uh, an extreme person, but they don't actually want to do it. You know, they just want to, like, experience. And maybe that's what the scooter does. It gets them out there rolling when they probably shouldn't be out there rolling because they don't know how to balance without standing up, you know? Yeah. And then they're so limited in their style and in their trick selection. It's like... Is there... Do you think there's, like, different styles? We shouldn't talk about scooting here. We should, though. It's just this long-needed right. conversation okay. that needs so, to go on. I can't discern, like, that scooter has this style and that scooter has this style. Because they're all forced in the same position. Right. Do, you think yeah. there's that, do you think among them they can, like, differentiate and go, like... Yeah, because they're oh, like, he thing. has rainbow pants, he has, like, a mohawk and, like, a 100 so, sign in the side of his head <laughs> shaved in, and he's got going to have an eye drop tattoo... Or, you know, a teardrop tattoo below his eye someday. I don't know if I can even tell the difference between biker styles. I think if I, like, paid attention more, I could. Yeah. Well, see, yeah, because biking's restricted, like, scootering. But the thing about biking is that there's, like, a level of gnarliness that you have to get to. Yeah, I'm not trying to compare the two at all. No, I know. I respect bikers. Yeah. But, like, I'm just wondering if... Because, like, so I wonder if someone who bikes can look at, like, a bunch of people skating and notice the different styles and stuff. I wonder. If from a distance it just all looks the same. Yeah. If there's not enough. But even with that, with scootering, they all are stuck with their hands holding on. Yeah. Biking, you're all sitting down. That's more traditional looking to me. Like, a bike is, like, been timeless. It's been around for so long. Yeah. So, like, that doesn't bother me. But, like, it, scootering is, like, a watered down generic like not nearly as good skateboard because you can't it's halfway it's like a bike and a skateboard yeah but it has like it's yeah. more <laughs> ray romano all of a sudden what the fuck bro no but like it is it's like think about it we do it if you were beginning to skate and got in skating you've been skating for two years you're like yeah i'm feeling fucking good i'm learning some tricks got front side 180s with the homies like ben session in, and then someone came up to you and grabbed a handlebar and stuck it on your skateboard yeah. And took away, like, everything you were working towards. You would just never want to... You'd be like, this is fucking bullshit. It's like a handicap. You put a handicap on a skateboard, basically. Yeah. Ugh. It's like tra- training wheels. Skateboard with training wheels. Yeah, yeah, that's how it is. It's like... it's So that's why I'm like... It's, it's weird. It almost should have been like... The scooter should have came out, and then they should have gone like... Oh, wait, no. And then it became a skateboard. But yeah. instead, like, they devolved it. 
I'm pretty sure it's what happened. Like, they broke the handlebar off originally, surfers, and then they just started using for skateboards on the sidewalks so they could be surfing on the sidewalks. Really? I think that's no, I that's always been... roller the, skates, didn't they? Oh, they maybe. Roller skates on wood. Yeah, that's something. probably more true. I was guessing. Oh, yeah, you were. <laughs> <laughs> but it makes sense because you probably see a scooter and be like, fuck that thing, snap the handlebar and yeah. just like skate it without it. You don't have to hold on. Yeah. Because think about it, like if the more restrictions you have on something, the less free you are for options. So just imagine if you all had yeah, to hold on. Yeah, it must on. feel hurt. Like it, <laughs> it must feel like shit. Yeah, it's weird, man. Good luck. Good luck, guys. Yeah. I hope you love it enough that you can keep it going. But yeah. just, yeah, <clears throat> I'm going to keep talking about it because it's funny. All right, next news story. And this comes from NPR. Fugitive sees wanted post of him, makes date to turn himself in. Oh, so I was reading this early, earlier. And um, apparently this guy had a warrant out for his arrest. All right, hold on, let's see. And he's just communicating with the cops through social media. He's, like, telling them right oh, here. He's, God. like, all right, let me see. Usually we put up the post and wait for some members of the police to call in with the information or something useful. But this time it was different. Five hours later, Akers responded, calm down, I'm going to turn myself in. So this guy's on fucking, I think wow. he's on the Facebook page of the cops. And he's it just like, telling you know, him. You know what I've always wanted to do? Yes. Is um, make like a, an Instagram page or something. And I don't know what I'd call it, but it would basically be for like, because I'll see people all the time that almost look like a famous person. Yeah, but yeah. Like they, but if that person never made it. Yeah, like you know? a, yeah, yeah. So like if they never made it, that could be the name <laughs> of the page. And this guy looks like like Mark Maron if he never made it. He does. You know, and Mar it's that's saying a lot because Mark Maron looks like the Mark Maron that never he made looks it. Like he never Still, made it. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, that guy definitely does, right? Yeah. All right, so. Basically, they just keep going back and forth. This guy's telling him, calm down, I'm going to turn myself in. Like, he's telling the cops that. And, and then, look, like, when there's no sign of Acres the next day, officers try to send him a different hey, direct Anthony. messages. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Anthony, we haven't seen you yet. Our business hours are 8. The cops are telling him the business hours, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., Monday cops through Friday. Business hours? I guess so. I oh. thought they were open all the time. Look, they're trying to be funny. Of course, if you need a ride... Uh, you can call non-emergency and we'll pick you up. So they'll go pick him up to arrest him. And thus begins the pseudo-courtship that has delighted strange news, readers and Facebook lurkers across the internet. So it's so weird. It's so weird that this is going on now. Oh, he, he writes back. Akers writes back to the cops. Thank you. Trying up a couple, uh, tying up a couple loose ends since I'd probably be in there for a month. Should be in there in the next 48 wow. hours. <laughs> we are totally in the future. <laughs> He's given the cops 48 hours. Yeah. <laughs> I'll like be turning myself Communicating civilly. Yeah, I weird, like, weird. That is so strange. Do you think when there was beepers, they're like beeping in? Like, oh, I'll turn myself in shortly. Check it out, bro. Maybe. Yeah. All right. And then... Oh, there is that him? Is that a video? That looks like him. Day later, December 4th, he arrived at the department's doorstep. Man of his word. Beard and mustache recently removed, though. Why, why did they Wait, say why? that, and what does it matter? Akers documented the moment he pushed in the door buzzer with a selfie. So he's filming himself, turning himself in. I wonder what his oh, crimes yeah, were. Yeah, that's what I was just wondering. Oh, that's amazing, though. Yeah, that's NPR, right. that's NPR too. Failure to comply. Yeah, strange though, right? Yeah, very. All right. What's that Kanye West one? Yes. Kanye All right. West where is that? On the right. Yeah, that. 
I was doing an ollie in Miami. This title's misleading, though. Okay. Completely misleading. Do you read this? No, but I saw the video, and you'll watch it, too. Oh, I think I know what's going on. All right, let me see. So teach me how to ollie right now. Did you ever First of all, teach me how to ollie right now. All right. I just don't want to Oh, my God. All right, let me see. So teach me how to ollie right now. We just replayed it. I think there's a part two where we just don't know how to get to it. Alright. Oh, right here. Oh, my God. You know what? Alright, let me see. Teach me how to ollie right now. Alright. Kind of, right? No, you gotta find it. You're good for it. Right? No, I've never learned. He just tried, he tries the ollie, but he can't do it. He, or he tried to do it, and he almost had it, but he didn't learn the ollie. Oh so, I don't think the video is going to show the whole thing for some reason. But Jankum recorded it. But he does try one, and, uh, I mean, he can ollie it, he's not working for it, you know? Like any, I believe anyone can ollie, but it's not, it's not free. Right. Not like scooter and roll, it's not free. You have to earn it. You have to build up the timing, you have to build up the muscle, you have to do like ten thousand hours. Did they mean it's fucking goofy ass scooter? Did they have goofy they are? Okay, uh, you didn't get the wheels off the ground, be honest. Yeah. He fell, he didn't even run. That's it. Yeah. He thought he could learn it all in one shot. Oh no, he's going back to two. Alright, fair enough. Someone like Kanye West who you're used to seeing like in his element. I guess, you know, whatever, like... What, crazy and out there on fucking... I know, maybe that wasn't the right way to say it, but, like, he's good at what he does. Yeah. He's a musician. I like, yeah, he is. To see him he's an artist. He's, he's, he's a an artist. performer. Yeah. Right, and then to see him in a situation like that where he's completely uncomfortable. Yeah. And he looks like, you know, like a newborn baby. Yeah, yeah. Like, he could get it's, hurt. It's strange. <laughs> he could fall yeah. down. Those shoes will keep him comfortable, but he's going down if he doesn't pay attention on the skateboard, right? Yeah. Dude, shoes that aren't skate shoes are so fucked up. That looks ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I'll say this. I applaud him for trying to ollie. Fuck yeah. yeah he doesn't. Sure. Yeah. He yeah. could have fell down and blessed his ass. That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't learn to ollie. The caption's misleading, right? Let's see. Learns how to do an ollie. He gave two attempts. He didn't land one. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I wanted to get out of that whole story is that... I'm hyped that he tried to skate because anyone wants to skate, awesome. But he didn't, that title, like, you don't even have to do the Ollie and they give you a complex.com title where it says you learned to Ollie. You that was an unlearned Ollie. That was two of ten. Ollies take ten, tens of thousands to try until you build up muscle and timing and actually, they you're always learning to Ollie. They just want you to click on it. Well, yeah. They it's got it. you, dude. Yeah, well, they can have me because I like Kanye West and his, I lo love his first albums. I hadn't listened in a while, but like, I loved when he was first coming out. His music was sick. Dude, where did, did where did you find all these stories? I think it was um oh no, they're all different. I was yeah. just yeah, I was just searching them out. I just Where's searched them out. <laughs> you want more? Yeah, you want more? Do you going. want skate or just world random? You want skate one or it doesn't matter? Let's go skate. Alright, Huff's done, we already did that. I only have one more skate one, you want it? Yeah, sure. Fucking A, bro. Terry Kennedy. Terry Kennedy. Here, I'll play it for you. Yep. But there's. What's up, Instagram? It's your boy TK. I officially quit Baker Skateboards. Don't ride for the company no more. He doesn't ride for the company. Push everybody on the team except Andrew Reynolds. Crazy story. Alright. So he said, What's up, everyone? Let me pause it. He said, What's up, everybody? What's up, Instagram? It's your boy TK. 
He's just letting everyone know he no longer rides for Baker. And he shouts out the whole team, he said, with the exception of Andrew Reynolds. Weird. So he doesn't have, they have beef. Skate beef, again, it exists, Gunan. That's too bad. Yeah, sad. <laughs> and then I went on to his Instagram and looked, and he goes further into, he actually doesn't, He this is a new Instagram. His old one, he doesn't have the password for. So, like, he says that in one of the posts. He's like, I lost my password to my old Instagram, so this is my new one. So he's starting from scratch. Okay. And now he no longer no, no longer rides for Baker. Man. I didn't know he still did ride for Baker, to tell you the truth. Yeah, fair enough. You know, did you? No. Yeah. I didn't really follow his Instagram. Do you miss that. him? Do I miss him? Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm honest. Okay. There's not enough of him, right? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I wonder what happened, though. I don't yeah. know. Some beef? Yeah. I think he went on to say that he had his own brand and that it didn't get enough of his time. So, But I'm sure it was some argument or something, right? Like, There's probably some argument. Someone's feelings got hurt, and that's what that is. It's weird that you'd like go on Instagram and, and like put that out there, though, you know? Yeah. Like, no one... Okay, you can either tell the story or, or don't even mention it. Yeah. You know, like, what do you... I guess he's trying to create, like, some kind of buzz for keep people paying attention, maybe. Maybe. I uh, guess. I it's kind of yeah. lame, though. Yeah, it's weird. It's yeah. tough, man. It's tough. Social media is crazy. That's what... We were talking about that on the last one, man. People can build, like, prisons of hell. Like, they don't know how to manage it. It's just reflections of who we are. It's like... And you don't even have to put anything on social media. You could go off the grid, but, like... Everyone has access to it, and it's all in how you use it. It's like a tool, you know? Like, some people use social media to just be super vain, or, like, some people don't even, aren't even self-reflective enough, and I, I've been guilty of this, of not, not realizing how you're acting or what you're putting out there, yeah. you know? Like, people are like that. I'm not saying this about TK, but I'm just saying, like, you know, and then you have social media, and that could be the death of you, because then people just see, like, this dude has no idea, or this person has no idea of what they're doing with this. It's like... It's really easy to get stuck, like, just at looking at shit you don't even care about. Yeah. You know, like, I find myself scrolling half the time, and I'm not even really looking yeah. at anything in particular. I'm just kind of scrolling. Yeah. You know? I've been there. There's a fucking lion on National Geographic. Way There's sick. a clip that I don't <laughs> even stop and really watch. Like, I just scroll. You get to, like, the point where you're like, oh, I'll see what's next. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, a little taste. <laughs> Rarely do I, like, you know, close the app and go, like, yeah, that was a good experience on social media, you know? Really? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't really, um, I'm, I'm not great at, like, social media. I don't, like, seek out, like, good things to follow or really interact much on it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. I like it to, like, post skate stuff, I guess. But beyond that, I don't know. Yeah, it can get intrusive. I've had, like, I've been on social media for a long time and just, like, doing it and using it and, like, figuring out how to, like, exist in that world, you know? Because it's, like, you're good at it. You, like, promote and you have things to actually, like, it's good for someone like you. Yeah. You know? You own a company and you do social media for, like, other... But I understand, like, the trying to use it for your personal, like, just trying to live and grow with, like, social media because it's a new thing, you know? It's like back in the day, no one had access to videos and photos unless you knew someone who filmed and shot photos. 
And even at that, like, you couldn't promote it. Like, even in skating. Think about in skating. Back in the day, everyone was, that was somebody that, like, had a career was in, in magazines that were paid for by sponsors. Yeah. And now it's like everyone has their, can build their own following and have their own audience. And, like, it's so curated. And everyone has a camera. Remember how hard it was just to get a camera out? When you're like, let's go skate and get, like, a session, like. You I think have, it's like, um. Like, now it's like everyone has it. Yeah, it's, it's definitely good and bad. I think you look at it. You just look at you look at the positives, I think, and I look at the negatives. I think that's the difference, basically. All right. I don't think either. I don't think it's one thing. Yeah. You know, well, not. I see the negatives too, yeah. because it's weird. Because if we're success, like, for instance, like every the the skate edit that's like the same song. It's not the same song, but it's the same fucking song. When it's memed to shit, and yeah. it's all the same shit. Yeah, and it's the slow. Like, dude, there's a. It's just weird slow mo. Like, the slow mo of bail. Yeah. Real quick before the make, and it's like. Every other like, everyone's doing that. Why are you doing that? You know. You asking me? No, like the, the people <laughs> who do it. They catch a vibe, a wave, and they're fucking onto the. They're copying something they like. Apparently, it's what's the like. I don't know. We'll see. Like skating for some people are like it's like a lifestyle thing. It's weird. Yeah, I, agree, no, I agree. I agree. I agree. You see things that get memed to death, like trends and shit catch on. Like how many. They tried to ruin the no comply, did they not? This is just me struggling with like the fact that I really want to delete my Instagram. Yeah. But like I know you'll probably be kind of bummed if I hang on to it. Well see, my my thing on the Instagram or just the social media is that like it's a tool. So like if we can all learn how to manage it and share ourselves and our stories and our passions and the things we love and like that could be our economy, you know? Like it could be based on your merit. You could actually like show your life and maybe we could learn who each other are and all work together and find ways to like live our dreams you know like if you're being like you're dreaming like i'm trying to be optimistic in the sense that like we have to inherit the world you know what i mean and there's people coming in behind us and there's people going out of the world you know and it's like if we have the capability to use a digital world you know it's like but i'm also very much fucking aware that it could be a hell for someone because yeah. people come into this world and they don't even know how to manage their reality they have, let alone a virtual reality yeah. or an avatar of themselves. You get that mixed up with what's actually going on. Yeah, just because you... Like, wait, yeah. it does, this doesn't match up. It's like... And there's a lot of pitfalls because like, you, all your insecurities, it's a mirror. So if you're yeah. fucking don't know why you do what you do, you're not self-aware and reflecting on your actions and you're just filming yourself, like it's just weirdness, you know? People, there's always going to be young people coming in, and they're not. They're going to try to figure out who they are. You know, I went through all that. I was like born, went through all the fucking retardedness of growing up. You know, like just trying to figure it out and like figure out who you are and making mistakes and like trying to like define yourself. But then you have to change that. You know, like you have to define yourself so you can grow past it. So you have to go. This is what I am right fucking now. And then you have to look at that honestly and go. Okay, I could be better here and here and here and here and here, and then you keep going in the future and trying to be better, you know. Like, but that takes self-reflective, and then you all, you have to define yourself, which is such a shitty thing to do because you have to point out, like, I am a fucking asshole, or I am, or you could do it in a positive way. You could be like, I'm a good person, I mean well, and I'm not perfect, but you know, but you do have to define yourself at some point, and then you have to like be able to move again. Yeah, energy moves, and we're lucky to have it coming through whatever meat sack we have now. And if we don't use it, it just like is a waste of whatever is coming, giving us animation right now. You know, like so, like I don't know. It's just like putting that into the internet, <laughs> the artificial intelligence. 
putting your life force, your like your energy, your feelings, your emotions into that is a strange concept, you know? Yeah. Because people are trying to make it, it's all about advertising it's and selling like, you bullshit. And I don't know if it's a good way to reflect, really, though, because it's like, all the, I mean, to like look at your Instagram or something and, and look at it as a reflection because it's it's almost like it's more like a highlight reel. You're yeah. only going to put things on there that you're happy with and psyched on for the most part. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah, but if something's really bad, you're going to feel it for the rest of your life. You might not have to see it. Yeah. I feel dark yeah, I spots that's all the time. Point. That's kind yeah. of my point. Like, you don't necessarily need... That happens with or without, like, a yeah. social media. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You know, Agreed. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but, but people use social media to gain, like, followings and to build businesses. And, like, people use that as, like, a way to build up a community and work together. Like, there's companies and people that have social media and that's their whole, like, marketing that's where the people are watching and paying attention you know what yeah. i mean like it whatever those sense. platforms are you know it makes sense for that yeah for sure otherwise if you were going to do that you'd go back to print you know what i mean or like yeah. and it's crazy because everyone has a phone so everyone has access to it you know yeah so it kind of levels the playing field you know yeah. and then you can see if people use it off i don't know what the right way is to use it but i try to use it so that i can you seem like you use it the right way <laughs> well thank you i appreciate that but i try to use it in the sense that like you can build cool things with it and, and, and engage with people that are into the same awesome shit you're into. Yeah. But then also you can like share shit, like memories and reflections. And I go back and watch them. And I, I, like, I went back and watched the YouTube channel. There's like years of stuff and it just like takes me back. I'm like, and I remember all of it when I see it. It's like, yeah. dude, because when I was growing up, all I wanted desperately was like to capture. I loved watching videos. I love watching all that stuff and seeing it. Even photos. People love photos, right? Yeah, like yeah, photos yeah. are one of the best things, you know? So like just being able to have that and see that and, I mean, until they fucking turn the internet off. <laughs> Can you imagine? I mean, you just be back. You just be back to fucking living your life, right? You just go back to like, huh? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Are we past that point now? Is it like we need the internet for survival? Do I mean, people just go crazy? Banking, like people. Oh man! Like yeah, all the bills people pay online yeah. and stuff like that would that would really. You'd have to find a new currency. Yeah. <laughs> it would be yeah, something it, else. <laughs> it is weird that like the internet is still pretty. Um, it's like the wild west. Yeah, kind of, you know, it's it could be it could be our salvation or our destroyer or both, and somewhere in between. Yeah, it's kind of like social media. I don't think it's one or the other. It yeah, depends on how you what you do with it. Yeah, yeah. And, dude, some people don't always have anything to do with it. Like, some people just use it because they fucking have it on their phone and they're just, like, going to do some dumb shit. And they don't know, like, people just, every type of person has it, you know? Yeah. Like, think about, about the population, how many fucking dumbass people are out there compared to, like, how many people have phones. Like, there's, we're all, there's going to be, like, a lot of weird shit. That's why it's good for entertainment, you know? You can go watch some crazy shit and some dudes are like, what the fuck are they doing, you know? Yeah. Woman sues after spending three months in jail for possessing cotton candy that police thought was meth. <laughs> How do you make that mistake? She spent over three months in jail for possessing cotton candy. This is from CBS as well. Where did this take place? What part of the country? Um, a woman from Monroe County, Georgia. Okay. She says she spent three months in jail. All right. Dasha Fincher said a roadside drug test falsely identified her bag of cotton candy as 
methamphetamines. So that, and they must, no one used common yeah, sense on that? Three months to figure out. Yeah, on, yeah. on Thursday, Fincher filed a lawsuit in federal court against Monroe County. The two deputies who arrested her, as well as the company that manufactured the drug test. <laughs> deputies. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Two. Sorry. No, go ahead. I don't care. So she's filing a lawsuit against all of them. So they... Wait, did they test it immediately? I don't know. Let's go further. Maples and Henderson conducted the traffic stop on New Year's Eve 2016. What? This is old news. Oh, no. Well, when it happened, it was old. But now there's like a lawsuit. That's why. Deputies said the car Fincher was riding in was stopped because its windows tints were too dark. Though they later admitted the windows were legal. God, they're fucking liars already. This is CBS News. Like, I don't know what's reliable news, but I got a little bit of spectrum from everywhere. Um, Deputy saw a large open plastic bag inside the car and didn't believe her when she told them it was blue cotton candy. The deputies then used a roadside field test that detected meth inside the bag. How what the fuck? How are you tripping balls right now if you're like, you're like, dude, they got nothing. You're so cocky because you're like, it's just fucking cotton candy. And then it comes back with the drug test. <laughs> like, what? Where am I? Wait, so I wonder though, if there was like, if, how could a test be that bad? You I know. know that it mistakes cotton candy for meth. I wonder if there was actually like some sort of trace. Oh, here we go. In March 2017, a Georgia Bureau of Investigation, the lab test determined the substance in the bag was not an illegal drug. The charges against Fincher oh was God. dropped for four, dropped four weeks later. Fincher took him four weeks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah everything moves so fucking slow in the um, legal system. Yeah. Yeah. They do their due digi- diligence. Fincher's lawsuit argues that the Monroe County Sheriff's Office was reckless and negligent and violated her civil rights. The drug test was manufactured by um, Sriracha Acquisitions, a company based in North Carolina, according to the lawsuit. The NARC-2 test has a history of false positive results, the suit says. Damn, Goonan. Developing your test. It it ain't safe to keep your cotton candy around no more. I, had, I like, was thinking in my head, like, okay, she was at a carnival, like, maybe one of those carnies was all messed up. Yeah. And they get some, they use the same bag. <laughs> Fucking Bobo the Clown has some messed up <laughs> cotton candy. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, dude. Kind of connect the dots there. I'm going to smoke out of my pipe. Thank you for making this. I have to figure out who made this again, but shout out. Watch the table, bro. Sorry. Alright. How are these doing so far? Pretty good? Yeah. You didn't know what you were getting into, but I'm glad we got into this. Yeah, I never would have guessed. Alright, so this one's down. This is what they're calling news nowadays. Let's just watch a camel camel in the snow going in you down? Yeah. Alright. Most people were shocked to see a camel along the Pennsylvania Highway. But camel's owner insists there was a good reason. Uh, Einstein the camel was on his way to the event in Philadelphia when he and his owner got stuck in the storm. Petting zoo owner Megan had to let Einstein out of his trailer so she could pull it through the snow. Wow, no way. Camel's working, bro. So to alleviate some of the weight, Einstein got out and started walking next to the van. He's on the highway? Just walking down a highway with a fucking camel. Holding it. Yeah. 
far from the desert by Einstein didn't seem to mind the snow. Look at that. Dude, that's insane, man. Although fellow drivers thought there was no way they were actually already driven. <laughs> you bastards. <laughs> this is what the news is, bro. Yeah. Alright, that one's done. Camel in the snow. Just saying. Alright. It's crazy that zoos are still a thing, you know? Oh. <laughs> What's this one? I want to read that one. Okay. <laughs> CBS News. Substitute teacher tells first grade students Santa isn't real. <laughs> Suck it, kids. Suck it. Oh. All of you. None of you are getting presents. You're all little bastards. Your parents hate you, and if Santa was real, he'd give you fucking coal, you fucking first graders. Is... <laughs> wow. You want to read it or you want me to? I'll have that. Okay. A New Jersey school district is apologizing for after, after a substitute teacher told first grade students Santa Claus isn't real. In a letter to parents, Cedar Hill School principal Michael, whatever, doesn't matter, said once he became aware of the situation, he immediately spoke to the substitute teacher about her poor judgment. He's like, yo, what are you fucking doing? Oh. The TV gave out. No, we're back. Um, okay, so I'm sending this letter so that you are aware of this situation, and if the conversation comes up at home over the next few days, you can take appropriate steps to maintain the childhood childhood innocent of the hol the holiday season. He then apologized to the parents, saying, as a parent himself, he is truly aware of the sensitive nature of the announcement. How do you feel about that, Gunan? First grade, okay, so they're like six. Six-year-olds? That's too soon. Dude, what am I gonna get for Christmas? Go ahead, play the substitute teacher. <laughs> nothing. Nothing? What do you mean nothing? Why am I not getting anything, Dude. I'm I'm six, bro. I'm in first grade. Why am I not getting any presents? I'm just. Do you think like substitute Goonin? Why you're here? Our teacher used to tell us we're getting presents. Why am I not getting presents? Santa's not real. What? What? Are you fucking kidding me? Do you remember how? Do you remember how old you were when you found out that Santa wasn't real? Yeah. Fuck. I had to have been like, I'm trying to think. I honestly don't know. Yeah. I remember one one Christmas. I remember someone went above and beyond to try to convince us there was one because they like were went outside and like they made a spectacle and like rang bells and tried to act like they were Santa yeah but I don't really I don't really remember I didn't have that innocence for whatever reason I think I knew when I was little but then when I got old enough to like deal with shit I was like I don't fucking know I don't care like really oh shit yeah <laughs> I was never like real religious and like Santa was like he'd come sometimes he wouldn't come other times you're like yeah. like uh just necessity you wouldn't yeah. have a Christmas, you know what I mean? You're like, yeah. oh shit. Yeah. I don't know where we're gonna be. So you roll with that one. What about you? I don't remember how old I was. I remember when I found out though. I remember I was like suspicious. Yeah. And I asked my mom. And I I guess she determined I was like old enough to I was probably too old to still be believing. <laughs> She's like, Goon, she you're like, twenty five, but yeah. we're gonna have this conversation yeah, right now. <laughs> she called you by her last name. No, but I remember she was like I was like, Is he is he made up? And she was like, Yeah, he is. And I just went like I was just like oh. Like 'cause I kinda That's knew. your Christmas spirit leaving your body, that's what that sounds like. That's exactly like. what that was, yeah. 
yeah. <laughs> Rough, dude. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I ever had that moment. I had like hype of thinking Santa was real, and then like it just quickly became like eh, Santa's yeah, not. Christmas isn't happening this yeah. year. So like, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, okay, that's yeah. really you're quick to realize. Yeah, like fucking Santa's a joke, bro. Sorry to every kid out there. If you're listening to the Shetler Show podcast and you're looking for Christmas advice from Corey Goonan and Anthony Shetler, our advice is suck it. Santa's not real. Santa's not real. Right? Just kidding. I don't know. Am I kidding? Do you ever refer to him as St. Nicholas? Uh, no. no. No? Did you ever leave a letter out or cookies or milk or any of that stuff? Yeah, we'd leave, uh, we'd Just leave cookies out. We'd leave some carrots out for the reindeer. Carrots? Yeah. Thoughtful. Your family's thoughtful, dude. Yeah. I wouldn't even think about those fucking reindeer. It's like, <laughs> why are these rodents on my roof, bro? What get those fucking rodents. rodents? They're yeah. mine as well. They're like big ass rats. They're deer. Whatever. Same. They're brown. They're on my roof. They're in my gutters. You know what I'm saying? I have that. <laughs> they're in the gutters. I didn't have a a chimney in my house. Oh, so that's a lot of conversation right there. Yeah, so right? I remember asking that question. Like, wait. Yeah, and they're just I like, oh, he just comes in like the back door. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has to come in our back door. Does he pick locks now? What the fuck, bro? Break down Santa. I know. And then you hear like. Santa hooking up with people's moms in songs. Wasn't there a song where it's like some lady singing about hooking up with Santa? Uh, no. So, no? Uh, from the point of view of the kid that he saw his mom kissing Santa. Yeah. That's fucking... <laughs> what's Santa doing, bro? <laughs> Good thing he didn't have a chimney going. Fucking <laughs> dude would have been snobbing on your lady, bro. Oh my God. Mom, what are you doing? Uh, yeah, so apparently that substitute teacher made a mistake. Yeah. All these people were upset. They're like, we have I to explain. I wonder if she it. did it like, she was just like, fuck these kids. Malicious. You know what, kids? <laughs> There's no Santa. If they were like being shitty kids. Yeah. Know, if she did it out of spite, that'd be really funny. She's probably trying to save them, break them into the world. Guess what? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> for sure, if I was a substitute teacher, if they wanted to believe in Santa, we might believe in Santa for the class. You know what I mean? Just for the class, like. Yeah. It's fine. We'll figure it out later. The parents can talk to him. Alright. <laughs> Where do we go from here? Let's see. Oh, this is right up the alley. It's right along the same lines, dude. Colorado town overturns ban on snowball fights thanks to nine-year-old <laughs> boy. And I wanted to read this one to you, Gooden, because I was like, I can't believe... First of all, is that... How would you say that town? Is it Severance? Yeah. Colorado. This is how much free time these people have. And this is weird, though. So, a nine-year-old boy has... A near century. Sorry. No, go ahead. Where were you reading? Well, there's been a ban, in effect, for nearly a century. That's heavy. In this town. Yeah. So, a nine-year-old boy has convinced the leaders of a small northern Colorado town, that's a weird statement in itself, to overturn a nearly century-old ban on snowball fights. And he already knows who his first target will be. His little brother. Aww. That was such a bad, cheesy, like, you knew, like, come on. Obviously. His name's Dane. Dane. Don't give out his his last name, because we don't want him to be known as the snowball kid, you know? Like, that's tough to be labeled. Dane, who lives in the often snow-swept town of Severance, Severance, right, presented his arguments at a town board meeting Monday night. This kid comes in. 
about a snowball fight. Just have a fucking snowball fight in your backyard, kid. No one's out there. There's no. What kind of fucking dumb town? He was probably like, he was probably like, I don't want to post this. They'll see it. (laughs) (laughs) We have a sick snowball fight, but I can't post it. You want to keep going? Who lives in an often swept town of Severance presented the argument at a town board meeting Monday night and member, uh, members in unanimously to lift the ban. Okay, so they did it. The children of Severance want the opportunity to have a snowball fight like the rest of the world. Best said during his presentation, according to a local newspaper, blah, blah, blah. The law was created many years ago. Today, kids need a reason to play outside. Oh, kids gotta play outside. <laughs> so in 19, let, let's say 20, they banned Snowball fights in 1920. Yeah. How the... What happened? Imagine that snowball fight. Can you Google, like, um... Colorado, 19... Why was... Why was snowball fights banned in Severance, Colorado? Do you think there was even... People were tough back then. So something major must have happened. (laughs) (laughs) Someone died, dude, right? I wonder. That's so crazy that that's the name of the town. Snowball... Should I call it Snowball, Snowball Massacre? 1920? <laughs> <Seven> massacre. <laughs> <laughs> I picked this article specifically for you, Goonie, because I was like, this is like Gooning to the T. He probably started this fun snowball fight. Nine-year-old, nope, see, it's just the new shit. Snowball fights used to be legal in Carlin until now. This kid's liberating that town, bro. Too much free time, though, right? Too much free time. It's all just that, dude. Yeah, yeah. Stealing all the coverage. I know. (laughs) He's got that hashtag properly used up. You're like never gonna find anything about snowballs in Colorado again. I wonder what what went on. You know what went on? There were just fucking people were like out there. There was winter is starting to get cold, and they're like, there's fucking some meat at the deli, and they're hungry, and everyone in the town came, and they fucking killed the the deli guy. They killed him with snowball to death. They stoned him. You think so? Yeah, and then they ate all the meat, and then there was famine, and everyone died eventually. They didn't survive the winter. Except for, like, two people, they fucked and repopulated the town of Severance. (laughs) (laughs) Weird. But probably that's what how you survive in the winter in Colorado back in 1920. Life was a lot more savage. Now this kid's fucking... He's got the whole town board in to waste three minutes of their time about snowball fights. It's like, dude, you know how many papers were filed and rec- people had to get paid? Yeah, like, you're doing... Just have a fucking snowball fight in your backyard. No one's gonna... He, that's what I'm saying. He's probably worried about posting it. He's like, the government's watching snowball fights. Might see if I Wait post about it. So, they were illegal. Supposedly. So, if, like... The cops saw some kids having a snowball fight. What happened? They yeah, yeah, handcuffed, pushed their face in the snow. So, I, nah, I just made that up. <laughs> I mean, what, yeah, like, they, they find them? No one had common sense. They're like, are you guys still friends? Yeah, how like, are we going to enforce this? Is your lip bleeding? Stop being such a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just have a fucking snowball fight? Yeah. That kid is just trying out to be a, a politician. That's all that is. That's early oh, campaigning. That's a good start. He's going to be president based off of snowballs. Yeah. Same, bro. That's what's going on out there, Gannon. A lot of good, a lot of bad, man. This is a good reminder why I don't, uh, you know, pay attention to the news. Yeah. yeah. Well, you're welcome, because this we're all over the map with all these different people too. Yeah. All right, next one. Einstein's God. Einstein's God letter could net 1.5 million at the auction. 
a, a letter written by Albert Einstein that questions religion is expected to get up to 1.5 million in an auction Tuesday. It was written in 1954, be auctioned off. Einstein wrote the letter in German to Eric Gutkind, a philosopher who had written about Jewish spirituality and the pursuit of science. Einstein said that while he'll gladly belong to the Jewish people, he believed the religion, like all other religions, is an incarnation. What is it? Incarnation. Incarnation of the most childish superstitions. Someone's gonna pay one point five million dollars for an Albert Einstein letter. That's fucked up, right? Alright. It'd be weird to have that much money. Yeah. Where you can like Why would you want that? I mean I get why you'd want it, but like what would you do? Kind of. It's like I guess because it's like a it's an art but someone should just have it. Like a museum should have it, right? It's like one of those things because it's Einstein. It's like traces of Einstein or what it says. Do you get to read it first? No, he just they gave a little summary summary where he just kind of sums religion up to childish superstitions. Just yeah, that's so hard to read. Yeah. The word the word God is for me nothing more than the expression and product of human weakness. The Bible in the Bible a collection of honorable but still primitive languages. He wrote, Jesus. Um, the word God is a product of human weakness. That is gnarly to say. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I mean, it's it's harsh language, but uh, ultimately I think it's uh, accurate. You think so? Yeah, I mean, it was it was made up to make people feel better about the uncertainty in their lives. Yeah, but I don't think that's a weakness. I don't know. I mean, you could accept the uncertainty and live your life that way. Yeah. You know, there's... Or you could cling to this thing. Yeah. But again, it depends. Some people go to church. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I don't think if you're a religious person, it makes you weak. But I think that's what it was born from, like, to help those kinds of people. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a fair statement. It's definitely been used. They said it was like the opiate for masses. There's like quotes out there that say that, like it's just like yeah. the opiate from the masses. How crazy is that? I think there's so much good to religion, but there's definitely been so much bad because of it too. You know? Yeah, I, I went. Um, I was, I went all the time when I was a kid, like to Catholic church. Yeah, I think you told me before me. Yeah, and then uh, I didn't go for like shit over 10 years and then I just went again recently for like this memorial mass <laughs> and actually a funeral I went two weekends in a row All right. and um, it was so strange being back in there and like all the show and um, just how often they just like they can't say anything without going like and God is like basically the greatest person ever and God this and God that and he's so great and all this shit it's just like it sounds fucking insane. Yeah. As you when you get older and you really listen to what they're saying. Yeah. And what they want you to say and how they you have to do that you have to kneel and then you have to get up and you have to fucking kneel again like just a minute later. Yeah. And like it's all this show and it's like can't like I I get it, but like the whole like song and dance of it is just it's weird, man. I haven't been to a church in a long time. It's so strange. The idea of God doesn't bother me, no. but maybe the idea of everyone coming together 
for the sake of God, but then putting on this, like, play. Yeah, it's like a show, like, they're yeah. trying to impress them. Yeah, there's, like, a structure to it, and it's, like, I think that's the problem with the organized religion, is that it becomes a business, or it becomes, like, an entity where, like, people have titles, and, like... You know why it bothers me, too, is, like, I don't like, um... Excuse me. You know, you know how there's certain things that you do because, or that are done, that people do because they've just always been done that way. Yeah. You just keep doing them. Traditions, but, like, sometimes it's not necessarily a good thing. Yeah. And that's, like, the absolute, most absolute example of that. It's, yeah. like, all that shit that they do, just be, why, why do we have to do that? Because this is what, this is what you do. It's yeah. Like, well, that's not good. That's not a good reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's what bothers me the most about it, I think. Well, that's a problem when you're, like, a big structure like that, and everyone, and you have it so defined, is that, like, you gotta update, you know? That's why they have to keep taking their foot out of their mouth, because, like, there's priests that are, like, molesting children, and there's, like, clearly yeah, never... laws in the religion that, like, don't fit with today's, the masses, you know? Yeah. So there's always, like, people are, like, kind of, like, believing but not believing, it's weird, you know? Yeah, it's strange. I feel like people do need some sort of religion, though. Because th what I see now is a lot of people that don't believe in anything. They're, like, nihilistic. And I don't see that a lot. Like, to be honest, like, that's all I see on, like, the media, I guess. And, like, sometimes I see some people, like, that I'm like, yeah, they're just kind of, like, they, like, don't give a shit. You yeah, know? You yeah. see them occasionally. Like, well, you person... need meaning in your life. Yeah. Like, and if you can find it in religion, that's as good as whatever. We, we found it in skating. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's almost our religion. To a degree, yeah. So, I mean, it, it fulfills us. It, I agree. Know, it makes us feel, like, grounded. It gives us a reason to, you know, take care of ourselves. And I don't know. It, you sound like an old man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I get it. <laughs> take care of ourselves. I agree, though. No, like, physically, I mean, so no, you can yeah. continue to do it. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. 100%. I that's, get it. That's kind of what it's like. Yeah. Crazy. You have to be careful, though. You have to, like, always be flexible. Even if you believe something, it's like you always got to, like, be flexible with it, you know? Religion, some people just sign up to it, and they just believe everything about it, you know? Yeah. Some people are so fucking extreme with it, too, you know? Yeah. Nobody has all the answers. That's why it's, like, you got to be flexible and able to be open-minded to things and, like... Can you imagine, uh, like, actually believing it, like, hook, line, and sinker, that you know what happens after you die? And yeah. you're going to go to heaven and get all that shit and, and have eternal life. Like, can you imagine, like, actually believing that? What that would even feel like? Yeah. Well, see, I, half the struggle is, like, questioning things, you know? Because I feel like that would be kind of easy and blissful if you're, like, ignorant enough just to believe it. Just be like, since, like, just go in and someone told you something and you just believe yeah, it. Yeah, they said, yeah, ignorance is bliss, right? Yeah, so you wouldn't have all the turmoil of having to question it, you know? Yeah. So like, think that their lives are just easy. They're like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, they just I have faith in on. something that's going to happen. You know? Yeah. But I kind of have that too. Like, I have... I'm not religious. Like, I don't sign up to just one religion. But I have the idea that, like, God exists. And we're each, like, individual gods, you know? Because that's that energy. Like, whatever comes into us, your God is what you aspire to be. It's your ideal. It's like you're aiming upwards. You're like, what could I be? Yeah. And then you're constantly trying to aim at that. We yeah. don't know what that is, you know? That's why they, like, raised Jesus up. And he was the ideal man. And he sacrificed his life because he just cared about people, you know? And, like, right. he even gave up his life, you know? Like So, like, I get the idea and the stories and stuff. But it's, like, to say you know, it just seems like it's not 
it seems almost like a lie, you know? But, like, yeah. I believe that there's, like, people can keep rising and transcending and, like, grow. And, like, that's what that whole story is of religion is, like, a forgive, like, forgive yourself and know that you're human and you make mistakes and you can, like, rebuild and you can keep transcending, you know? Yeah. You can realize you're ignorant and then transcend that ignorance through the acceptance of not knowing and then working hard. You have to make a sacrifice towards your future. So you got to aim at shit. You got to make sacrifices, whatever time, maybe your time or like whatever. You have to aim at things and work towards them so that you can, things could be better in the future, you know. You have to have goals, purpose. You have to believe in the ideal, the God, that whatever. This is when people box it all up and they tell you you have to do all this bullshit to believe in God and that you have to like, that's like the corruption of organized religion, you know, where it's like they get to the point where they're just sitting and doing crazy shit with kids and you're like, this isn't what it should be. Yeah, it's like anything where like it it starts off as the right idea and someone figures out, hey, we can make money off this thing. Yeah, a man corrupts, right? Yeah. Yeah. And man, it touches, corrupts everything. That's the thing is, like, everyone claims to be godly, and they're, like, the worst person. <laughs> Bill Cosby is godly, and then you're like, oh, what the fuck? <laughs> it's like the ego always there, you know? Yeah. It's hard, man. Life is hard, because it's long. we got to aim and see ourselves growing. I talk about that a lot, but but I do. I think that everyone's capable. To, I hope to God, if there's a God, that everyone has the capability to keep growing. Like, if they can get better at things, if they can, like, see their mistakes and work past them, I hope that we can all age gracefully and become whatever the hell version we want. And that doesn't have to just be financial. It could be. Like, I would love to see all of us grow old and have money in our account and not have to worry about health insurance. And, like, when someone dies, it's like we figure out a way to monetize or, like, somehow to, like, to cover the losses of life that give us and make them not as hard for everyone else, you know? Like, hopefully we aim at those things. And, like, maybe that would be amazing. Like, we have to see it before it becomes reality, and then we have to start figuring out how to do it, you know? Because, like, we'll be the grandpa one day. You know what I mean? Yeah, Yeah. if we're lucky. Because, like, what's the opposite? You die, you know? So it's like, if you're lucky, you get old, and then hopefully you can, like, transcend who you are and keep getting better and make less mistakes, you know? Yeah. That's a part of the growing process. Like, I really believe you're thrown into the world and all your senses come on. Once you're coming, I talk about this on the other podcasts, like, once you're coming out of the vagina, ugh, and your senses are on. You can hear shit, like, you see everything. It's like, you're coming in, or you might have came out of a C-section. I don't ever want to You look see like a C-section baby, right? Like, you what came out of the side. They cut you out the side. That's over. <laughs> like, it matters. We're already, we're already starting to fight. <laughs> Yeah, I was a bachelor. Fuck you, you were a C-section. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my point, is we're just lucky to get out of that portal and I get into it. I was also born at uh, 3 a.m. Really? Which is uh, the witching world. Wow. How do you know this? I was told. And could have been lied to, like Santa Claus. I have the uh, birth, my birth memorandum. Oh, really? Yeah. They give you, like, a certificate? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. Frank. I got a certificate for being born. Does <laughs> Everybody gets one. Yeah. <laughs> Did you frame it? No. Probably. <laughs> you should. <laughs> this was the day I came out of the vagina. No, but for real, you come out and you're just like this thing. Like you're animated, right? Instantly, all your senses are turned on. Everyone, unless you have like a hearing problem or a sight problem, like which you're lucky you didn't. I didn't. I was cross I could tell. Yeah. I could tell. How'd that work itself out? Just enough it's like... I got um, surgery when I was... Like two months old. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What did they do? 
they, I don't know what they did. <laughs> I, they, I know that they actually took my eye out of the socket. Excuse me. What are you saying? <laughs> I know. <laughs> they pulled your eye out at, at how old? I think I was like two months old. Wow, that's brutal. And uh, it still goes, you probably noticed, it, it'll like float off sometimes. Yeah, yeah, like a, it does its thing. Yeah, it, it never looks like it looks good on you though. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> and, uh, Fits you well. Because <laughs> if I had one, you'd just stare at the whole time. You'd be like, "What's this guy doing?" You know? Like, I'm just not meant for it. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Anyway. Do you have any residual of that? Like, as you get, just how's your eyesight? Um, it's not bad. So I have to wear glasses. Sometimes, like when I drive at night, yeah, it's just blurry. Like I can't see the road. I can't read the road signs and stuff. So you just need glasses, and that's good. Yeah. Do you got like nice pair of uh, frames? You got a cool set of They're frames. They're broken, actually. I just fixed them today. They're even cooler now. Yeah. Vintage, bro. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> kind of gripped. What kind of tape did you use? I didn't. I used crazy tape. Nice. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah, fucking. I believe you have you have to have beliefs and you have to define things and you have to like. That's the problem. Is things life keeps moving. So like the things that you grasp onto that help you grow are things you have to let go of. You know, even your ignorance and your idea of what God is. Because like the more we learn, the more we have to like feel like, oh okay, we have to open the spectrum of what we really know. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't really know. Life's moving. It's just an energy. You know, like. To allow yourself to, like, outgrow ideas, too. Yeah. That you get, like, attached to. Yeah. Sometimes they might not apply anymore. Or they they could turn... They turn into self-destructive sometimes. Yeah. Something yeah, that can. helps you grow. Like, I used to do that with skating. I would use, like, all these feelings and emotions yep. and get gnarly shit, but also get really hurt, you know? Like... Yeah. Then I had to, like, find a different reason to or do you're, it. You're like, you're abusing skating. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm using it. Yeah. To feel better. Like, if I, something's fucked up in my personal life, yeah. like, I'll, I'll go skate to try to feel better, but yeah. I'm not skating for the right reason, like, I'm using it. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. I've been there. It's never fun. Yeah. And you just feel worse than before. Yeah, because you're like, God, it's I still me. I it, and I don't feel better. Skating and fix it, it's still me. Yeah. I gotta deal with this. Right. <laughs> yeah. Been there, for yeah, sure. That sucks. Yeah. That's a rough one. I It's been a while. Like, but lately, it's like, you ever been like, if you... If you work a lot and you're like working for someone else and you're just doing something and like, like after a while, you're just like, you see someone that's kind of rude. You know what I mean? Like you're in a store and like someone's rude and you're like, oh, that kind of bummed me out. And then like you do something nice for someone and they don't help you out or they just like don't acknowledge it. Or like you're just having a bad day, you know what I mean? And you're like, yes. and then like you go skate and then all of that's gone. Yeah. You have the best session of your life. And you're like, you held all this, like, stuff in. Not that I always do that, but I've had that where I've, like, went around and you just start to feel, like, you're, like, you just feel isolated sometimes. Like, when I get alone, it's like I need to go skate for yeah. some reason. Like, you yeah. get in your head too much or, like, and you then get you skate and you get off. shit is, like, built up in your head yeah. or even, yeah. Because it's easy to, like, get stuck in patterns of thoughts. Like, you ever just had a loss, something that sucks so bad, and you just carry that with you, and then you, like, every it taints the vision of how you see the world, and you're, like, make mistakes, and then you're, like, I deal with that. You yeah, know? you have to be careful with that shit. Yeah. Like, it can, uh, can really shape, like, your point of view and how you act toward other people. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's uh, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. Hard. But that's the idea. Is like that's the same with the religious idea or whatever. Is like you got to forgive yourself and realize you're only human and you make mistakes and you're gonna keep making mistakes on until you're dead. Like it's a, it is like no retiring because like you just got to keep going. You got the potential of the human is like we don't even no most people don't even come close i imagine you know what i mean so like yeah. to see how far you can take your your own growth and with we're so lucky to have everything we have this experience and our breaths and our thoughts and like we just need to manage them you know that's yeah. like the ongoing process that's really fucking hard yeah and remember to appreciate them yeah it always takes like death or loss yeah to really like remember how how much you have to pull you into like, oh yeah, shit gets real mode. Yeah. We're like, oh, all and that other shit's trivial. To be grateful and like, sit, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. Because life is long. It goes back to that. You have a long life if you're lucky and like, it's hard. It's easy to slip into like, just doing the same thing just because you're tired of life. Like I've been there. I'm yeah. just like, too tired of it. It's been a while, but like I've been there and I'm like, I'm just tired. I used to be tired all the time as a kid. Because, yeah. like, so much shit was going on, I just wanted to sleep life away. Yeah. Is that fucked up? No, it makes total up. sense. Okay, okay. Put myself out there, but I used to feel that a lot. That's why I almost didn't graduate high school, because I would just sleep all day long. Because I was like, I didn't even really, like, I was mad and like, angry, and, like, I just didn't want to communicate with people. I had too much on I my mind, I did not shit, get yeah, it out. the shit you went through when you were a kid is, like, too much for a kid to process. It was. Yeah, without time. any help from, the, like, an adult telling you, like, why things are happening, or... Yeah, what or you know yeah that makes sense so you like just want to sleep. yeah just sleep it off you know yeah. you go through that was like depression you just want to sleep it's, and yeah. like you don't even want to wake up you yeah. know that's a bad sign but that's like now I don't I never feel like that ever I'm not even close to that I there was like a switch where I was like yeah. you're just on this ride like it doesn't matter like what happens like you just have to like as long as you can check yourself, you know, like if you can get yourself, your own individual, the life that you can change, because I can actually change my own life if I focus hard enough, you know what yeah. I mean? Cons compared to trying to linguistically explain something to someone and get them to change their mind, like the one mind you do have power of your is your own. Yeah. So like, try to focus on that. And like, as long as I, I always didn't want to be a burden because like there was too many problems around. So I was like, if I can just eliminate myself as a problem, then, like, that's one less problem, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, And that always made sense to That's me. so okay. interesting, dude. Like, like, people, I feel like I've said this to you before, too, like, people who go through what you went through when you were a kid seem to go one of two ways. Yeah. They either follow the same footsteps and make the same mistakes, or that switch flips. Yeah. And they are just, like, you know, like, driven, like, dedicated, hardworking, like, like you and your brother. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. Sam's killing it. Like, He's constantly driven. Sammy has so much drive. It's, it's interesting. But... I went both, though. Like, before that switch, I was, like, depressed. Like, almost wanted to leave the world, which is crazy to think now. I would never, ever. But, like, I seriously was, like, I think it's because I was so little. I was trying to figure out how I felt about things. And so much chaos was going on at the same time that, like, I couldn't, I couldn't manage my own emotions. And then having all this shit happen at the same time was just, like, sending me all to the extremes yeah. like just constant anger constant fear questioning shit like you get that all the time you're like 
normality. Then you talk to other people and their normal is not the same as your normal, you know? And yeah. Like, this is, and then you don't want to tell people because yeah, you're like, no one can relate. Yeah. Even if they can, it's like you, in your head, you're a little kid trying to figure it out, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. you think they're not going to want to hear it, you know? Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's shit that you just grow, you grow through. People experience that all the time, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know how we got there, but... <laughs> I don't either. But it's true, man. It's true. Yeah. I think if we focus on ourselves and we try to make ourselves better in every day that we can, you know, we're going to make mistakes, like, such as life, you know? Actually, when you realize you make mistakes, that's when you can grow past them, you know? So it's kind of gift if you look at it that way. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Pay attention. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's hard, though, dude. I can only imagine. Only 36. Imagine when I'm 65. How dumb am I going to think I am now? So dumb. Hopefully you'll think you were really dumb. What? That, mean, that means that you'll have improved that much. No, I agree. You know I agree. what I mean? That'd be amazing. One yeah. good thing about getting older is like certain things, you know, you pick up on more things if you're paying attention. Yeah. You know, you learn a little bit more. And there's so many pitfalls out there that can help you not you pay s- attention. Oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, you've made it if you can pay attention. And you stop, <laughs> you, you start to like... um not care as much about things that are, like, things become less important. Like, uh, I don't know how to say what I'm thinking, unfortunately, right now. Like, things that you used to worry about that seemed so important, they, like, they lose that importance and you can, you can let things go easier. Yeah. I well, you, ch- you change your aim. I think it kind of goes back to what we were talking about before. It's like the things that you use to help you grow through adolescence or like being a teenager, you you grow past them and then you have yeah. to change your aim because they're no longer, you have to outgrow them and let them go, you know? Yeah. It's in your past. It's like everyone has a past and it's like you have to define yourself and then move past those things, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, you know, you meet those people that are just stuck in their college years when that was the best time of their life. Yeah, man. Like, that story. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's shit like that where people are like... And then they just tell this crazy narrative about there's, themselves. There's, or like, two. this thing where if I meet someone or know someone and, like, say that, like, high school was the best time of their life, it's like, all right, we're not going to be friends. <laughs> <laughs> I know from that statement. That nice to meet we you. Don't have, we're not going to have much in common. Beat it, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be tough. Well, you could just talk your college years. Like, just keep going. Keep yeah. trying new shit and yeah. figure it out. <laughs> like, yeah. that was the top of the mountain, bro. There's no top of the mountain. That's the thing people dream about retirement. Like, working so they don't have to work. I'm like, I get that. Because you want leisure. Because people do feel overworked or whatever. But, dude, honestly, life is so long. So, instead of, like, trying to get past work, try working on things that you want to work on with people you want to work on and that make a difference and matter and like, which is hard to do, you know, like nowadays you got to take any fucking job, you know, like people coming up the, uh, that's half the problem is like, you got to work for someone else to figure out your time and what it's worth. Cause someone will pay you for your time. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't get past that point in life where they're like, they get a job and like that sucked and then they just keep the job. And I, I, I do that, but, like, you also got to have other things you're working on. Like, I feel like we're lucky in that sense with skateboarding because, like, we're skateboarding helps build identity and, like, figure out who you are because you can, like, push yourself, film video parts, and, like, it helps you test your character, you know? Yeah. It's something outside of a work or school or, like... If you didn't have that thing, like, that yeah. the thing that you're passionate about, a lot of people, I feel like, don't. They don't, yeah. So they, they don't know why they're doing it. a lot harder. Yeah, if you didn't know what you were, like, well, you need purpose. Like, what is, what yeah. the fuck is this? I'm just here to, <laughs> so I can make money so I can afford to have a place to go when I'm not at work. 
Yeah, and people buy like so much shit just because they feel that need, that purpose, that yeah. they don't have that thing that like gets them out, gets their heart going. A lot of it is just getting your heart going. Because if you can get your fucking heart beating and sweating, that's when you feel alive. Yeah, that's why sex is so good, right? You have sex, you get your whole body going. You're it's like, like what'd you say? Sex. It's so good. what? So good. Okay, I thought you said it was so gay. <laughs> it's so gay. It can be if you <laughs> want it to be. Is, yeah. Is gay. yeah. <laughs> Don't say that, bro. They're recording. That's <laughs> 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 yeah, true. Is that bad? <laughs> no. It's just, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. PC culture out there, bro. Watch out, bro. JK, JK. Um. No, but like, you know what I mean? Things that fully engage. Something where you're like, all your senses are firing. Like coming out of the vagina in the very beginning. It's like overwhelming, you know? But like if you use your body, like people that work out, people that exercise, it's like if you use it, if you don't use it, you lose it, you know? Like your body is a vehicle. <laughs> Did I say it right? Yeah, it just reminded me of the 40-year-old uh, virgin. Uh-huh. Ask, I think he asks that to like the... The lady running the he like, did. Sex <laughs> is it true? Ah, <laughs> uh, Michael Scott. He's still Michael Scott to me, even in there. Yeah, he's always Michael Scott. No, but you know, you know what I'm fucking saying. Like, yeah. if you get your heart going and you, sw- there's nothing like getting your heart going, breaking a sweat, and like fully doing something where you're engaged and you're more feeling everything and like, yeah. you're in your thoughts too. But you're like most some people. I don't want to say most people, but like, imagine if. You're just working all the time, and you have nothing like that, but you just sit around all day, and you consume other people's lives, and you don't actually, like, go and do things and get your heart going. There's people like... Yeah, it's awful. I've had times like that where... Yeah. You just, like, you know, I have skating, but sometimes it's like... I've had times where I didn't really even want to skate. Yeah. You just get into that, uh, like, you can get into a bad routine or whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, you you feel it. You feel like shit. Yeah. You know, and then you go skate or whatever your thing is, and it's like, totally oh, yeah, this is, this is good. Like, yeah. This feels right. This is what I'm supposed to feel like. Yeah. Yeah, I know that feeling very well. Yeah. It's when the time doesn't, it's called, like, the flow state or whatever. It's like you're doing something, but you're doing it, and you're lost in time. Time just goes by, and you're not even aware of time. Yeah. That's a lot of skating for me. Yeah. People probably do that. That's why they do, like, obsessive drugs. It probably dissolves the illusion of time. Which time, if you don't have any time, you're not paying attention to time, you don't have a schedule, you're not, like... You know, some people want to be free from everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> but you should have a sense of where you are. Yes, right? That's what we were talking about. You got to have some sort of purpose. You know? Yep. Because you could lose your own time. People will take your time from you. But you can do that work for someone. I say, like, working for someone is a great thing because you learn how to, you learn what someone will pay you for your time and then you can work past that if you want it. You could go, oh, yeah. I'm going to go back to school or I'm going to get a different skill or, like, you can change it up, right? That's been, like, a major... That was, like, a real lesson for me. It's, like, working for other people and trying to find reason to work for them and, like, want to work for them, you know? Yeah. I mean, apart from necessity... Yeah. You know, uh, depends on how you look at it, I guess. But you can choose to, like, do a good job, you know, and yeah. that brings value to whatever you're doing. No matter what job, really. You know? Yeah, it doesn't matter what the because half the job, half the thing that ruins the job for me is, like, if the other people are fucking not, doing not being stuff. professional. Yeah. It's like, just because you want to treat it like a, a shitty job doesn't mean it's a shitty job. Yeah, it's like you're wasting your time. Yeah. This is your time. Yeah. Do something good with it. Yeah. Like, like, I, know, I know, yeah, none of us really want to be here, yeah. but we're here, and we have to be here because we need money to live. Yeah. And, yeah, try to do what whatever you do, try to do it well. Yeah, definitely. You know, yeah. Do it as good as you can. Knock it out of the fucking park. Let's hope. 
Yeah. Yeah. It's hard though, dude, because you you see some people, and especially when you're young, you're just like, some people get caught in their feelings. Dude, I see the, I was at, talking about this on the last podcast. I was like, are there really this many like pessimistic, nihilistic like young people out there? Like, guys, I think I was talking about trap music and all the bad like drug trap music. That's yeah. always existed though, right? Even when we were younger, we had like whatever is like gangster music or something. We were like, oh, these are losers and hooligans. Yeah, I guess. I don't know, dude. But you see the fucking kids nowadays. I see it sometimes online. I'm like, are these kids all just pretending to be sad, or are they really depressed and nihilistic? Is that a trend? Is it trendy to be fucking is it cool emo? To be like that? Yeah, yeah, is that what it's? Is it recycled? Because I'm like, dude, this life is so sick. You know what I mean? Like, are you fucking kidding me? There's so much yeah, opportunity. You weird. have to be it's blind. Weird being young too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I was a shithead when I was young. Man. I could tell. I was a little sad, little <laughs> fucking. I've been it too, dude. I'm yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's confusing. Yeah. So some of them will grow out of it, some of them won't. I think the weird part is because I see it trending. It's trending to be, like, fucking on drugs and pills yeah. and lost and, like, and then, like, poor sad boy stuff. I don't think know? it's anything different. I think um, if, you know, I was complaining about the slow motion trap music edit yeah. that everyone makes. Yeah. I think if, if that existed when I was in high school or something, if when I was that young, I'd be posting those edits, too. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, but but different version of it. Yeah, whatever. Same whatever, shit, whatever that cool thing at the time was. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. That makes I sense. That, shithead. that makes sense. I think that's part of why I complain about it too. <laughs> I know I would have been that. But but well, good for you. You grow past it, hopefully. Hopefully, you know. Yeah. If yeah. You're yeah. And if you stick around long enough, people stay in skateboarding long enough. You just like see them grow and change. You know. Yeah. All right, last one, and then. I get to pee like a motherfucker. Yeah, so. All right, silence. Uh, science daily. Boys with social difficulty must. What is it? Sus- susceptible, susceptible to, early, to substance. early substance abuse. Thanks. I didn't know that word at all. I've never seen it spelled out. Boys who enter sixth grade with co-occurring social skills, anxiety, learning, and conduct conduct problems are at the greatest risk of developing aggressive behavior behavior and using tobacco, alcohol, and marijuana by the end of eighth grade. A new study found. Okay, so boys with social difficulties. Doesn't that make sense? It makes total sense. Like, yeah, they have issues. Yeah. So they're gonna fucking dabble in some sort of substance. Thing. Yeah, right? Yeah. Boys who enter sixth grade with co occurring social skills, anxiety, learning, and conduct problems are at the greatest risk. Yeah, that's common sense, bro. Yeah. We didn't think the overachievers and the yeah. <laughs> trust fund kids were gonna yeah. be the ones. Okay. Well, I don't know why that one existed. Yeah. They really needed an article that day. <laughs> Hell yeah. Well, thank you for covering all of that madness. Yeah. Thanks for the conversation. Thank you.